welcome folks to another back to school episode of Who's Ghost Stories. I am your host, Reiki Master and Medium, Andrew Huzar. We've got research expert Sean and paranormal enthusiast slash cryptid expert slash LeBron James of education, Professor Alex Wheaton. Um, we've talked about Edinburgh, we've talked about Gannon, and we're staying inside of Erie as we look at Penn State Barron today, or Penn State the Barron College as it's technically called. Back to um. school. <laughs> Back to school. Sorry. Um... As always, check out our sponsors. If you're looking for some crystals, go to Spirit Magica, use our link, and then use coupon code WHOSAR11 to get yourself a sweet little discount. As we've said, these dorms can be crummy. There could be ghosts in your dorm. Get yourself some nice crystals. You can protect yourself. You can cleanse yourself. Or you can just use them for decorations. Whatever you want. And then we've also got Pet Art Creations. They will make gorgeous artwork of any pets or people that you want them to. Um, again, I'll throw up the picture that they made for me, but definitely use our link. Go check them out. Uh, you can get a digital file or you can have them printed out for you. Uh, the other cool thing is if you order from them, they'll hold on to your artwork for 24 months and then you get 30% off anything else you would like them to print it for you. So you can mm. get blankets, t-shirts, mugs, whatever you want from them at an extra discount then. Um, so like I said, today we're looking at Penn State Barron. Uh, this is uh, the alma mater of my sister as well, uh, our friend Joe, who sometimes comes up in these podcasts. Uh, we have other friends that went there. Um, definitely is a... I was going to say uh, big school, but I, I, it didn't start off that way. Uh, it used to just be f pretty much for engineers. Yep. Uh, but it's definitely grown into something much bigger that a lot of people actually do attend there for different things. Now they also do have their own wrestling team. Uh, go Penn State Barron Wrestling. Um, don't the nitniest of lions. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe not the nitniest of the lions, but they, they are technically nitty lions. We do have to give credit, and you kind of touched on it. I just want to say real quickly, like Penn State, the Barron College. If you know anything about uh, regional colleges and annexes, this really was the eerie location annex for Penn State, Maine. Yep. So, like this, this was intended always to be like this tiny little local version of the college where you can get a degree from Penn State but in your area. So if, if you're from anywhere else, like Allegheny County or things like that, you, you're familiar with these colleges that have these locations. Um, Penn State Barron is, is, if I'm correct, the largest annexed one or the second largest. Like It's, it's up there in size. Obviously not as big as Penn State, Maine, but right. it, it's, it's one of the bigger colleges that have the Penn State name, if I remember right. Barron to Penn State is like what spirit stores are to Halloween. Yeah. They're pop-ups. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. So anyway, sorry, I just wanted to uh, put that out there because uh, you did mention that it was a small thing and just wanted to give a little bit of that history that, you know, typically 
isn't always part of these. Mm-hmm. So I and I haven't looked at the script, so I don't know what if if Sean does talk about that or not. No, and that is a nice little shout out to give because they have been definitely been growing. Um, probably over the last forty years, oh, yeah. they've yeah. been becoming a powerhouse, especially in the area. Um, from what I've been told, you only went to Barron if you just wanted a local engineering degree, but now people come from all over to go to the Barron campus. So, yeah. uh, like Alex said, it may not be as big as Maine, but its its name power is definitely getting out there. Yeah. That you don't have to go to Maine to get that Penn State education, which is the best education in the U.S. You can fact check that. Please Penn State's the best. That. Except for Paterno. He let us down. Fact check that. <laughs> no. Uh, I love Penn State. Uh, so, a little bit of a homeboy. Homer, Ohio State can go to hell. Uh, Sean, why don't you start... Uh, Before Andrew goes <laughs> off any deeper, Sean, let, let's... Let me tell you about... No, go ahead. Go ahead and get us started on Penn State, the Baron. Penn State Baron was founded in 1948 in Erie, Pennsylvania, as a branch of Pennsylvania State College and became part of the Pennsylvania State University system in 1959. The campus, the university offers 38 bachelor degree majors and 30 bachelor degree minor programs. The university has multiple dormitories for students to live in on campus. Some of these dorms have a few extra spirits residing there. Niagara Hall was built in 1968 and is the second oldest residence building on campus. In the 70s, one student was living on the third floor of the dorm's west wing. The student's name was Henry, and his story took place one cold winter night. Feeling cold, Henry tried to use the heater for warmth, but it wouldn't work. Henry tried to leave his room, but the door was stuck and would not open. Feeling desperate, Henry hugged the heater and struggled to get the heater to work. As he froze to death, Henry screamed in terror and frustration. The next morning, Henry's roommate found Henry's body frozen and still hugging the heater. People that live in Henry's room have claimed to hear him scream in the night and the sound of the heater shaking. In other sections of the hall, there is a spirit that knocks on doors and shakes the door handles. When residents go to see who is at their door, no one is there. Almy Hall? Almy Hall? Almy Hall, I think. Almy Hall was built in 1997 as an additional dormitory. The hall is said to have a presence that lingers in the halls. People have claimed that when sitting in the study room, a figure can often be seen lingering at the end of the hall. When you look back at the figure, it's disappeared. This is claimed to be a reoccurring thing that will happen multiple times in a single sitting. Another repeating occurrence is the sound of someone walking loudly down the hall in the middle of the night. When they check to see if someone is outside, nobody is there, and this continues throughout the night. In the on-campus apartments, there is one specific room that seems to stick out among the rest, apartment number 604. In this room, it is said that doors and cabinets open and close on their own. Things move around the apartment or just go missing. Another common occurrence is people hearing their name called out when no one else is home. It is said that this room has an overall creepy feeling. 
Penn State Barron is just another haunted campus in the area. Are these campuses haunted due to the amount of emotions here, as fresh adults feel all the new emotions while under a lot of stress? Or much like Wintergreen Gorge, which is in the backyard of the campus, is the campus a place where spirits spend a lot of time and where at their happiest in life? I guess that is up for the individual to decide, but we may never know the truth for sure. And that was definitely one of the things I didn't want to say until we got into it, but yeah, Wintergreen Gorge is in the backyard of the Barron campus, and we've been there. Yep. We we actually, that was, was that our first or one of our first episodes? That was our first, that was uh, our first episode, yeah. Our first trip in our first episode was to Wintergreen Gorge, so it's almost like we're returning there with this, so it's kind of cool. Turn uh, left on Barron Drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other <laughs> issue. Turn left on Barron Drive. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but no, in all seriousness, um, we've been there before. Yep. We were technically on campus when we were trying to get yeah, to Wintergreen Gorge. we parked on campus to get to the gorge. Like, yeah. legitimately, we've been there. So... Which, again, goes back when we talked about Edinburgh. You can just go to any of these campuses in the area. Yes. Yeah. Considering Wintergreen Gorge is a common place for people to hike, um, yeah, there are people coming on campus all the time. Um, this is also right off of the throughway. So, yep. like... There's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of people, um, so it's not like it's a. Uh, it's really anything, uh, or anything special is in like you can't go there stuff like that. Um, so, what do I want to say? <laughs> um, I was gonna say I think in just in that we've all been here, yeah. like. I've been to the planetarium there. That's where I used to play soccer. Like, I've been there to visit friends when they were in college, which I definitely agree. That place at night is really, mm -hmm. really creepy. I've, I've been there for a uh, couple things when back in the day. <laughs> when you're in those common areas, you kind of feel like you're not alone. Yep. I mean, you're in a building full of people, but... But it's a different yeah. not alone feeling. I Three know. people in a room, and it feels like there's a fourth watching. Yep. Like... The Henry story really hits me. So. We know what eerie winters are like. Yes, we do. My question is knowing it was the 1970s and knowing it was Henry, could we find more details about that? Or did, were you able to find any more? Or? I wasn't able to find anything specific, like a specific name. Okay. Once again, as we know these stories, was there a Henry? Probably. It's a common enough name. It was Henry, the one that actually um, passed away. Maybe. For for his sake, if he did, um, I don't want to trivialize it. Yeah. But sometimes these legends just get names put to them. Yeah. Now, and like we found out before, there could be multiple deaths, and over time they just get grouped into one legend or one story. Uh, so, Henry could have died there. He may not have been the frozen one. Right. Um, and that would be something that you might be able to find. Like we've talked about before, going through like the library, through like the old newspaper articles and things, like barren deaths or anything like that. And I think what hits the hardest about his is just the hopelessness of that story. Like you talked about being in the common room in a building full of people he was in his apartment in a building full of people and no one heard him or tried to help him or yeah 
Like, that's, like, the scene in, like, the horror movie where, like, there's somebody walking by, like, ten feet, but they don't see the killer uh, taking out the character. And it's, like, the same thing here. It's just that hopelessness of he was trying to get out. Someone could have helped him, but nobody knew what was happening in there. Yeah. And, like, uh, his roommate obviously wasn't home for the night. His roommate is home. They can figure out a way to get through it together or get out of there. And definitely, it's a terrible tragedy. Um, but definitely, that hopelessness I think is what tugs on it a little more. And I could definitely see his ghost hanging around the area. Um, <laughs> the heater shaking could be him just attacking the heater for not yeah. working that one night. Right. Uh, just so upset about it, he just walks over and kicks it. Like, yeah. There's a lot he could do because of that tragedy. What'd you find? <laughs> um. Well, apparently in 2015, a 19-year-old Michigan resident student at Penn State Barron was uh, found unresponsive in Niagara Hall. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I literally went Niagara Hall death and goeerie.com from 2015. Well, that's student found dead in room at Barron. That's another thing that I I, I know we we posited right at the end of this. Colleges are are high stress. Yes. For a lot of people at college, this is their first time alone. Some of these people are in a completely different city, away from their family. They have nothing. And these are people that may or may not be able to cope with life yet. So you're throwing these fresh fresh adults into a situation they have never been in, that they have no coping skills to get through, and then you stress them out by making them have to pass. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder, once again, we've talked about these people that, these tragedies, these tragic deaths, could it just be too much stress or is something causing them from all of the built up tension and emotions in these locations is that why these locations have so many spirits definitely could be uh, as you're already nervous and worried uh, stressed from just school stressed from the move stressed from everything if you got a spirit like Henry that's already in the area it would not take much for him or any other spirit to be drawn to you, and next thing you know, you're you got a ghost that won't leave you alone. On top of everything else you're going through, which also makes me wonder if that's why Wintergreen Gorge is so serene, is because the college campus right next to it is sucking up all that bad energy with all of the attention there. I think Tim and Dutch need to make their way over to the campus, and right. they can be guardians of Penn State Barron as well. Um, It is fascinating, um, just Henry's whole story there. And it would be cool or interesting to, like, get any other dates. I find it interesting that it was just two years after the the building was built. Right. Uh, Well, within the two years. Like, it wasn't long after the building was built. Yeah, at least in the preceding decade. Yeah. You know, it's not like it was there for 30 years and then it happened. It was pretty recent in the building's own history. 
well, now knowing that there was a, another death, a, a confirmed 2015 in that in, in the that same dorm, dorm. Like, that's... And then moving over to Almy Hall, which has only been around for roughly about 20 years. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely much more recent than the other one. Um, I really like this story because, as we talked about with, like, Edinburgh, if you're going to haze a freshman with a ghost story, this is, like, the one you would go with. So... Not to back up, but Niagara Hall, the uh, in other sections of the hall, there's a spirit that knocks on doors and shakes the door handles. Immediate thought I had for that one is, I would put dollars to donuts that that one's not a ghost. I would say that that's the classic. You tell the you tell the story of Henry who froze to death in mm-hmm. his room, and then you, you know you walk down the hallways just to pull one on someone else and and quickly run into your room and when someone looks out there's no one there yeah then you get to Almy Hall yes where when this occurs it doesn't happen once yeah it happens throughout the night and the other thing it said happens throughout the week yeah so you would have that experience 10 to 20 times in a single night five nights a week oh yeah that one (laughs) and if I'm a new student and that's what I'm and I'm told that, like, that's going to be on the front of my mind any time that happens. Like, um, it says someone walking loudly down the hall in the middle of the night. That could be anyone, but you've already got the legend of seeing the figure at the end all of the time. Yeah. And the door's knocking all of the time. Anybody walking through there is immediately, you're on edge. Yeah. And once um, again, these are, these are teenagers. They, they might technically be adults, but, they're, but these are teenagers that have most likely never lived away from a room that wasn't their own bedroom. Yeah, this like, is like think of eighteen-year-old Joe <laughs> at, at Barron. You know, this is his first time not sleeping in his own bed. Like he commuted. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I could, I could put money on that without knowing. <laughs> he lives like around the corner. Yeah, I thought he. Oh no, he he was he was glad he didn't have to stay there because they, they make it mandatory that you have to spend two years on campus. Um, yeah, that... And, like, with that one, especially not having, like, a tragic origin like Henry, definitely gives it more of that classic ghost story vibe. Like, you would gather everyone in the common room, turn the lights off, mm-hmm. and that's what you would tell them. Especially in October when school starts in September. Oh yeah, that's a, that is a common thing, and that was something I was meant to say during the Gannon one. But um, I know that a lot of the local colleges, and from what I've heard from people that went to other colleges, like in October is when they tell all the students about the ghost stories on campus. So it's like yep. it sets it up. It's mm-hmm. the it's the perfect setup. So um, yeah, and like we have said before, with Tim and Dutch. A lot of people, college is the happiest moments of their life. So if someone were to have a short life and they were to tragically end, this might be the happiest time in their life. So why wouldn't they choose that as the place to go back to? And if you were someone that was pranking people while you were alive, who's to say that you wouldn't be pranking them in the afterlife? I was thinking the same thing. No, definitely. Um, yeah. College is such the happiest 
time in my life that I kept going. <laughs> Sorry, when you said that, it was I could... such a happy time in his life. He made it the entire time of his life. Yep. <laughs> No, sorry, that was just a side thought as you said that, but sorry, Andrew didn't mean to interrupt, go. No, and, and that kind of brings up, like, another, like, interesting theory in my mind. We were talking about, like, with Edinburgh, everything being renovated so often. It would be interesting, like, if these buildings got renovated so often, if, like, the ghosts were searching for their room almost. So they are just going up and trying every door, and the reason it stops at a certain point is they found their room or what they made their room and as we know schools it's, it's not often that you're in the same dorm the next year no so it's you're not even likely to be in the same building the next year so we have this constant here's a new person in the building for eight to nine months and then oh no now we have them leaving again someone else bringing in all their furniture yeah, it's a whole then, thing you know, it's just constant flux. So it's very likely to believe that this spirit just doesn't know which room's theirs. Or it could even be like a formal RA, and they're doing bedroom checks, or, right? Uh, could be any number of things. And I think that's also what kind of makes it so cool, is it is a scary story, but there's a lot of things that, like, if it is a ghost, could be completely not scary at all. Yeah. Could just be that same anxious kid that is trying to find out which room they were supposed to be in and yeah. can't find their room. Yeah. So. Or Henry was terrible at opening doors, and obviously he's trying to open whichever doors get him to his yeah. room. So, apartment 604. Yeah. I love that it's a specific number. That was, that was the thing that stood out the most, was that it is a very specific... It's apartment 604. And so my thing is... With, because I've been on the campus. What is the on-campus apartments? So, they didn't give me an exact name. I, I know that there are the apartments that are on campus that aren't dormitories. Like yeah. They're just like Edinburgh, where there's, there's apartments where you can just rent them out and live on campus but off campus. Exactly. And that's... For all your alcohol needs. Um, but... All I saw when I was looking into this, and I only saw one mention of this, but it does say that even current tenants get this very creepy yeah. feeling while they're there. All I got was 604. The reason why is because I know there's like three or four technically apartments, apartments. on campus. Because... And and I don't know how many floors they are. This could be sixth floor. This could be building six. And and that's where I'm I'm most interested because I know the one apartment that's technically on campus but is like super creepy all the way off on its own. <laughs> like you you leave its that's little driveway and you can go over to the get-go like it is all by itself but that is technically on campus and that is an apartment and i know it has 10 floors so it, it, it could be and because they they had renovated it it could be they're technically apartments across the street from it but those are also student apartments right and that's considered on campus it's so like i want much like gannon they're just kind of taking whatever 
exactly whatever so, they can so get. that's what made me most interesting because i've been in both of those sets of apartments and there's others but it's like i've been to those in particular and i know that there's a 604 um i haven't been in 604 but i've been on the sixth floor on both of them <laughs> completely unrelated to anything else other than i was there to visit someone and it's like they were always on the sixth floor and i was like why did you always like live super high up anyway um so like i i'm i'm intrigued to know which building in particular that's the only thing that stuck out to me anybody that was in apartment 604 let us know which building it is yeah (laughs) because i'd like to yeah please do i i just love that anytime there's something like that like poltergeist activity and in a room like we had in the uh uh, the old Crowley Mansion, just stuff flying around because seemingly a spirit didn't want you there. I like that it will call out your name. Yeah. That's always terrifying. Yep. Because uh, if it was one thing to just, you know, always hear the name Jack or something, like, right. that's a generic enough name, all right, whatever. But when it says your name... That, that makes me believe it's not a ghost. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's... Chelsea... <laughs> Ronaldo. How did you know? (laughs) When they learn your name and that's what they start. Start trying to attract you by. Start trying to call you by. Yeah, there's something with that. Anyway. um, It'd be interesting. And I couldn't find anything on the history either. um, About it. But like to know when it started or what happened. That kind of. Yeah. Put that kind of energy or stain or entity specifically in apartment 604 not 605 606 doesn't get anything it it's the entire sixth floor is fine except or what the history of the apartment building was before it was student like legitimately the fact that all we have is 604 and what happens there's no history there's there's nothing like what the heck looking at edinburgh whole buildings were haunted yeah. Why is this one room? This complex that has at least 604 apartments or at least six floors, you've got one room, yeah. one apartment that's haunted. That's yeah. That's incredible, and it really raises a lot of questions. It's what, what the history of that apartment and that building are. It's yeah. when you start pulling up the carpet. There's something under the carpet. <laughs> There, there definitely could be. It would just yeah. take one person. Um, one tragic death, one tragic stain, one just person being really sad or bad pentagram stuff. There's one p- pentacle? Pentacle. one pentacle. Which one's the evil one? Pentacle. Pentacle. One pentacle. It's it's fascinating that that's the only apartment in that building. Yeah. And I love that it's not just a apartment in the building. We got the room number. Everyone that's been there is like, yeah, this, this, don't go, don't live in this room. This one's bad. Or, as we've been kind of alluding to, what if it's a hazing? Just to, you know, mess with whatever unlucky soul ends up in that apartment. Oh, you don't want to live in that apartment. That That's awful. How thin are the walls? Because, like, right. if you are purposely, like, trying to do this, you could totally, if you know your roommate's name, the person that lives in apartment 604, you could, like, get real close to the wall and whisper their name. Like, that would be the per... Like, yeah, there's... <laughs> there's, there's some... 
we didn't really go skepticism into some of the last one, but like th- this is a hundred percent like there is possibilities we we've already talked about of uh, real real physical not spiritual explanations for this, but maybe these are adults according to the law only like <laughs> yeah. these are still kids maybe that's why it doesn't have a building is they leave it as apartment 604 so it can be every Any, 604 it's yes it's like uh, cry wolf you make up a yeah. killer and pass it around and eventually just uh, you can you got apartment 604 i heard that's that's the haunted apartment what do you mean the haunted one and then you tell and them then you tell them and then they're like oh man i can't find my keys i can't find my book and heck, if there's like even a draft or something, maybe it like causes the the cabinet doors to open. Like, yeah, and then you you know who you live next to. We you know, know the students. We know third party student housing usually isn't kept in the best best repair. Nor is regular student housing. I, I'm giving them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Sean, right? Sean, like yeah, it's, it's the kind of shit. <laughs> You pull when you're 18, 19, and 20. Like, though, when your back's to a wall and you hear someone over your shoulder go, <sighs> yeah. It wouldn't, yeah. It wouldn't take much. <laughs> yeah. Especially, as we've said several times, these are still, for all intents and purposes, kids in a highly stressful situation, out on their own for the first time. And so, like, don't want to get into a, a rant on it, but, like, Mental health is, is something that is a serious issue, and we see that a lot of mental health disorders and everything start developing in high school and college. Like, this is the prime time for that. So, like... And we've we've all seen Home Alone. When Kevin's <laughs> Home Alone, the furnace in the basement becomes a big, scary monster. Yeah. Every single sound is going to be, oh, no, it's, some, it's, it's someone coming to get me. It's a spirit. Yeah. I looked in the hall. No one's there. It's a ghost. Or is it a ghost? Is it? We don't know. Yeah, and that's we why, don't know. That's why this one's another fantastic ghost story that that to spread around, because um, there's enough going on there that if it is a ghost, it hits all the hallmarks that would happen. Yeah. Uh, but if it's not a ghost, it is easy to pull off some of these things and really scare somebody. Right. Um, and it is just creepy. If you're a new kid and you hear apartment 604, all this is going on, you don't care if it's real or not. You don't want to go in apartment 604 yeah. now. Yeah. And you don't want to be that person that got 604. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, all this talk about, you know, what you tell students to mess with each other and all that. I'm really excited to, to talk about Mercier's because <laughs> there are the ghost stories and then there's also the, as we've talked about, especially with that stupid Lincoln Park golf course truth is stranger than fiction there, there is some interesting real world history I can talk about with Mercier's that I'm sure was not put in this script probably not and we'll, but yeah. yeah and once again as we have said as we said with Winnegreen Gorge War of 1812 went right through yeah. the campus that entire campus was battle battleground yeah. like this could be something older than than the college, but I I tend to believe a little more skeptical that there is a better chance it is just teenagers being teenagers. But 
I don't want to completely dispel it because yeah. it's disrespectful to the spirits that are there. Exactly. And I'd rather all ghost stories be true. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. more fun that way. Um, <laughs> the world is better when, when we have... When we believe. I'll say when we have one foot in, in fantasy, the world is better. And not that it's a fantasy, but it's like... If you just look at the world as just... It's being open-minded. Yeah, being open-minded to the possibility makes life worth living. If you don't, you become Joe. Yeah. Joe, if you're watching, you should text me about that comment. Uh, but Sean, any <laughs> any final thoughts on Penn State Baron at all, or any um, of the haunts there? Not much. I would I would really like to to find out which apartment building it is. So, like I said, mm -hmm. guys, if you live there, if one of your friends lived there, or if you just know which building it is, let us know. Um, this is a place I've been many times, so uh, most of it I am kind of. Like I said, with Gannon in Edinburgh, I'm kind of desensitized to. I'm, I'm so used to it, I don't know if I would notice something if it was out of the normal. Um, but I will tell you, those dormitories at night are, are really creepy. It's a feeling of being completely alone in a building full of people, but still feeling like you're being watched. So, it's a creepy feeling in those those halls. Unfortunately, this is one of the examples of places that we cannot really check out because all the things for Penn State Baron are all residence halls. So, like, it, there's unfortunately there's no way that there's going to be a of us visiting <laughs> this location unless um, Alex decides to go back for degree number five. Uh, more rings than LeBron. He's going, no. near, he's going near Jordan status at that point. God, what do I get? Do I, I get an engineering degree? I mean, more. Joe could do it. No. Um, uh, in all seriousness. The caveat is you have to live on campus. Oh, um, six or four. You just got to keep asking for six, six or four. four. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness, um, Penn State Baron is one of those things, especially the apartment 604, Lake Sean. I really want to know what the building is. So if you know please let us know because this is something that's driving us crazy like as you can tell we're like we're all saying i want to know what building it is um i think this would be really interesting to actually uh be able to see some of these things uh see some of the halls um i definitely i've been in some of them so uh but it's been years and yeah much like sean you know we we grow up in this area and um Anyone who is a resident of Erie, I'm sure you've heard, and it was kind of said at the end of, I believe, the Gannon one, Erie, Erie. Yep. Like, you grow up in this area, you become desensitized to a lot of, like, weird feelings and things. It, it's just what happens. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would love to be able to see this and see if we see or feel anything with what we know now and uh, our own experiences, but, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. That's, that's all I got <laughs> now. And one thing I'll say, I've heard the story of Henry many, many times. And in sixth grade, Mrs. Cornelius showed our classes uh, a ghost of, like, um, Gettysburg and Ghosts of the Civil War video series. Yes. And I always confuse Henry with the, with the famous ghost of the blue boy. 
from the Civil War. Yes. Um, in in my head, they are one and the same, but they are not. <laughs> they they definitely are not. But every time, that's always the visual I get whenever I I think or I hear the story of Henry. That's fair. Is the blue boy. Um, but I love all these ghost stories. They're all so cool and fascinating. Um, and yeah, like like they've said, if you have any other information, throw it our way. Um, we we love hearing more. Uh, I love participation, so whatever you guys got, throw it our way. But I think that does it for Penn State Baron. Um, like and subscribe. Make sure to share us around. Visit our sponsors. I, I'll tell you one thing. You're not going to find ghosts like this out at uh, Ohio State. So definitely come back for more next week <laughs> as we're continuing our back-to-school specials. Thanks, guys. Stay in the light.